Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, 19th of January, and the markets are behaving themselves rather nicely today. We had the market down 52 points yesterday, which seemed to be a little bit of an overreaction. And today it's all come bouncing back. We're up 83. Futures were up 39. And that came on the back of the US markets, which were shut for the Martin Luther Jr. holiday and against a small rise in European markets. There are a few little negatives around which seem to be being ignored. One of them is the Chinese case numbers are up to 109 ahead of the Lunar New Year holiday, which could potentially be a super spreader event as the Chinese are supposed to do more traveling in a week than they do for the rest of the year. They've got 29 million people, which is noticeably more than there are people in Australia locked down at the moment trying to contain all that. But the market doesn't seem to be worrying about it too much. And yesterday's Chinese GDP number, which was up 6.5%, which was better than the expected 6.1%, shows that the Chinese economy has come back solidly from the pandemic. Forecasts are for 8% growth this year, which of course is distorted a little bit by the dips in 2020, but solid sort of stuff. Still a few concerns about the Pfizer vaccine and how safe it is for elderly people as 29 older people die after the vaccine. There are also concerns in the US at how slowly the vaccine is rolling out with suggestions that the bottleneck is at local levels where they haven't got the resources to roll it out. A few little things on the diary. Got the inauguration on Wednesday. Worries about armed protests. I don't think it's really a stock market issue. We've also got Janet Yellen tonight in a Senate confirmation hearing, the concern is that Janet Yellen is going to be pro-regulation of the financial sector. I don't think it's a major worry, but you might have noticed all the US investment banks fell last night on concerns that the four years of a pro-business president is coming to an end on Wednesday. And Janet Yellen is likely to encourage more regulation, although really it can't be a big issue. She's not exactly going to clamp down on the finance sector in the middle of an economic recovery. Other things going on today of more interest. Bingo, B-I-N, which we hold in the growth portfolio, is up 20%, more than 20% on the back of a private equity bid, which apparently will roll in the existing owners or the family owners as well. They might end up owning 20% of it. All good, nothing to do. Just wait and see how that unfolds from here. We've also seen Hub24, and I've done some charts of Net Wealth, Hub, and Premium, which are the three SMA platform stocks. They've had some funds under management numbers this morning, which are similar to Net Wealth's recent numbers. Very strong. They've seen funds under management up 38% in the December quarter. It seems whilst everybody was sitting around in the pandemic in front of their PC, it's also accelerated this rotation out of drone-like major industry and super funds into things like SMAs. And that has been to the tremendous benefit of Hub, NetWealth and Premium. Although, as I note, PE ratios of 68 times for net wealth, 80 times for hub and 59 times for premium make it very hard for anyone who's value aware to get involved at these prices. Hub hitting all time highs at the moment. Although net wealth well off its recent high at about $18, they're down to $15. 
and premium, trading at around 70 cents. It was a dollar 20 a couple of years ago. A good growth story, but expensive. Rio has had some production numbers today. Share price is up 0.9 of a percent. Hardly dazzling anybody with those. BHPs are tomorrow. The results from these two companies and Fortescue with the iron ore price over $170 and still flying along in the last couple of months. Results in February are likely to be fabulous. So no reason to fear those Rio's production numbers. As I say, production guidance in line with expectations. So hardly dazzling. I put BHP's broker stuff in the strategy piece today. As that share price hits all-time highs, you'll see Macquarie with a piece of research out yesterday with an outperform recommendation, a target price 11% above the current share price, and Ord Minette with a target price 15.7% above the current share price and a buy recommendation. They are winding up the research ahead of the results, which should be good. Another stock in the news today, JB Hi-Fi. They had their first half trading update yesterday. This is another one of the online retailers that has seen tremendous growth in online sales. The pandemic's accelerated their move online. 44% of their sales now online. Revenue was up 23%. Profits were up 86%. And some brokers this morning upgraded by 20 to 40%. Although not one buy recommendation amongst them, as you'll see in the table, Hold, neutral, 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 downgrade to neutral, equal weight and hold are the recommendations from the major brokers this morning. And the average target price 2.3% above the current share price, sorry, below the current share price. Although I've dumped the stock box in the strategy piece, PE of 14.8 times is hardly scary. Although earnings are expected to slow from here after the pandemic bubble and a yield of 4.5%. Earnings growth this year expected to be 37% on the stock box, but minus 22% next year. So peak earnings for JB Hi-Fi for the next couple of years, and that's maybe what the recommendations are reflecting. Great set of results, but can it get any better? On uh, BHP, by the way, I didn't mention UBS have a bit of research out today saying there's no sign of iron ore prices topping out anytime soon with strong demand from Chinese steelmakers as they resume exports. And there's also some supply disruption in Brazil after a fire at a major iron ore port. As with all these resources, they are highly correlated to the iron ore price. As soon as the iron ore price comes off, they will doubtless be trading sales, trading rather than investment sales. But there's no top on the iron ore price yet, so stick with it. Now, lastly, in the strategy piece today, I have just highlighted a recommendation on Domino's Pizza, which has been upgraded today to outperform by Macquarie. Now, no one has written, no broker has written research on the stock since they had an investor day at the end of November. So it's first bit of research in what seven weeks and Macquarie are upgrading them. Their target price is in line with the current share price, so not predicting any major upside from here. But I've used it as an example of just interesting stuff some brokers do ahead of the results season. They guess, although guessing might be the wrong word. They know some companies are going to have good results, and they try to get ahead of the rest of the pack by putting out research suggesting you buy them. And it's noticeable on Domino's that Macquarie has the highest target price, is the only person to write research for seven weeks. The results are coming up 
on February the 17th. And you have to assume when the other brokers wake up as well, they will be tending to do what Macquarie is doing, which is upgrading. Some of their target prices from Credit Suisse, for instance, 34% above the current, below the current share price. Morgan Stanley, 21% below. Citigroup, 24% below. UBS, 20% below. And here's Macquarie with the most recent research, which has got a target price above the current share price. So they are guessing that there is going to be a good set of results. And presumably the other brokers will wake up to that as well. So there's a little game going on at the moment, which is guessing which companies are going to have good results and which, which aren't. And it's all going to start happening in February. And as I've said, the results season is a bit like running around the battlefield during an artillery barrage in an orange fluoro vest, never quite knowing when you're going to get blown up. It's a very dangerous time to be holding small mid-cap stocks and can also be a very profitable time. And this interim results season, which is reporting on the six months from June to December last year, is possibly going to be, because it was in the middle of the pandemic, is possibly going to be one of the most polarized results season we've ever seen. Some companies, the pandemic victims, will have had terrible results, the worst six months in history. And the pandemic beneficiaries should have good results, best six months possibly in history. So very polarized results season. So just watch out. I know we've bought into stocks like energy stocks for the recovery, for the economic recovery. But you just do have to worry that this next set of results could be disastrous. And it's similar for all the pandemic victims, travel airlines, tourism, infrastructure, roads, some of the REITs, even some of the banks, which have had a fabulous rally. Healthcare, the Aussie dollar has hurt them. Education, advertising, cyclical stocks, gaming stocks, casinos. I put a list of them in the strategy piece today. These are all at risk over the results season. And at the same time, all the pandemic beneficiaries should be good. And that's what Macquarie's picked up on with JB Hi-Fi, online retailers, buy now, pay later, iron ore stocks, the financial platforms, hub net wealth premium we mentioned earlier, stock market stocks probably done very well, food, staples, Woolworths, Wes Farmers probably very safe, motor industry probably going to have good results as well. The average second-hand car price is apparently up 20% in the last year. So have a look at the lists in the strategy piece. Just assess whether you're holding stocks in the high risk or the highly likely to have good results group. And just be aware running into results this February, there's a bit of risk around. And we're probably going to see over the next couple of weeks a lot more confessions, good and bad. Most of them so far have been good. And probably, as Macquarie have done today with Domino's, a fair bit of broker research trying to second guess the best results. And Domino's clearly going to be one of those. Finally, a few technical observations, not too many today, but one interesting one, which is Cochlear, a buy signal. The stock's down from around 240 bucks to 180 bucks and has just bounced now 190. First turn in that in a year. The currency has obviously not helped the stock at all. Another currency stock as well, bottoming in a little bit, and that is ComputerShare. Another one, Ampol and... I don't want to say miso blast for you traders, but there's a, there is a buy signal there. And sell signals, not very convincing, but there is a sell signal on the NASDAQ. Another one on the S&P 500, tiny wean little sell signals of 
stocks that are high trending and when they do the RSI stays up at around that overbought 70 level and constantly ticks under and above and below and above and so ticks constant signals anyway tiny weeny little sell signals Fortescue Metals bit of a sell signal on that again another high trending stock similar with mineral resources Right, that is about it as I leave you. ASX 200 up 78, having been up 76. Our futures up 118. Biden talking about the vaccine plan. That's about that. You have a fabulous day and I will speak to you tomorrow. <laughs>